0: You're listening to Herd at Sports Radio. Big week for us. Huge week for us. Out of the shotgun, Harvard. Hands, Grant, leaping for it.
1: Officials coming in. They are marking him short
0: again. then he the ball carrier. That is advantage Illinois right there. you're so talented, you don't have to do that. There's some teams that are so talented, they, they have to get up for three or four games. We have to get up for every game. It's a Nebraska bounce. Did the Cornhuskers pick it up? Nebraska's saying they have it. And they do. Wow.
1: Don't worry about what happens at the end of the year. Don't worry about what people are saying about you. Don't worry about the score. Just play football. If you're a Cornhusker, play football. Barber keeps. But once we figure this out, we're going to be a good team. All Fire steps up, and
0: he's wrapped up and brought down. John Bullock, the linebacker, comes up with a sack. Crack a little bit, you know, like on Saturday, right? Like just different teams, right? How do you respond to adversity? We just got our, a lot of our adversity early in the year. We responded to it. What
1: I want to see is us now for six games embrace it versus
0: Another low snap. All Fire steps up in the pocket.
1: Defense. Those guys were ready to take the field. There, there was, there was no worries. It was like, hey, they're gonna go out there and ball, so let's go play.
0: Altmaier running out of time.
1: sideline, it's intercepted. Another pick run by Altmaier, putting Newsome on the stop, and he's down inside the 15-yard line. Newsome's first interception of the season. Oh, I I was flabbergasted. sounds like, what? <laughs> If that gets you going, if the crowd gets you going, I'll adapt.
0: Good morning. Welcome in to Heard Hat Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. Shane Schillberg with that fire open. Yeah, Shane, that was a fire intro. That was terrific. Uh, really appreciate the Shane, the work Shane puts in on those. We are live on AM 590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities. Twitter, YouTube, all the places. Andrew, what's up? How you doing, man? Good.
1: How are Every you? time I look over at you in the morning and I see you with the same spread oh, yeah. of things, yep. some things from your favorite fast food joint. I don't know if it's your favorite. I just kind it's, of identified that out of nowhere. It's my go-to right um, now. Like, but you eat the same thing in the morning. How? When are you gonna get tired of eating that?
0: I don't know. It will happen. I do. I'm. I'm a hyper fixator, so mm-hmm. I will like eat the same thing over and over and over again until I get sick of it, and then I won't want it anywhere near me for an indiscriminate amount of time is
1: there a protein shake in there there's not no okay that so is. that's just the blender bottle yes yeah, Okay. correct yeah. so you have a, this is what ravi brings in yep. every morning it, it is. is some type of breakfast food yep fast food from a fast food joint yep. a large diet coke right yep you have your energy drink yep, we got my energy to drink. get you through the morning yep I believe you have a backup Diet Coke. I do, yeah. That's a, that's a <laughs> and right now, because he is battling that uh, that that thing going around, yeah, we seasonal, like to call it a cold. Seasonal cold. He's got his giant bag of cough drops. Like the, they're bigger than the screen makes it look. Like that's yeah, no, that's this is, not your normal size bag. This is like
0: the size of my face almost for comparison. So. It's a good-sized bag. But uh, good
1: morning. Good morning, yeah. No. I've
0: still yet to try the food that you always bring in, so I'm I'm going to have to at some point. Yeah, no, it's pretty tasty. I've recently found uh, a, another alternative to what i had been having, so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. in a little groove now. So uh, we'll see how long it lasts. I don't Psycho know. Cycle through the
1: fast food joints a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
0: I kind of have to – I go through spurts where I, I just have the same thing over and over again, and then – and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I never want to see that again, at least until <laughs> until I decide I do. It's, you know, I don't know. I think it's an ADHD thing or something. But
1: already TK chiming in. He's giving us his score prediction for this week. I saw that. He's feeling it. 24-6 Nebraska. Do you think it's going to be that that wide of a spread? Like, do you think they're I they're ho- going to easily cover the
0: spread like that? I hope so. I mean, I don't care about the spread as much as I care about what it looks like, right? I mean, because the spreads, mm-hmm. I think it's down to like eleven and a half. Is it? Yeah, last I saw,
1: maybe it's it's bounced. I've, back I've off, been but. on the twenty to seven train for a couple of days now.
0: Yeah, you've been pretty consistent on but that.
1: All I'm looking for, yeah, by game's end, is a W. Yeah, that's it. First
0: and foremost. It w. could
1: look as ugly as Illinois, but if there's a W, we can talk about cleaning up the mistakes another week.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it looks like uh, looks like it's down to 11 and a half. I think it was at 12 earlier, so not a lot of movement there. But um, yeah, I, I care more about a first and foremost the W. Like mm-hmm. you got to get W's. You I've said this all year. Nebraska hasn't earned the right to win pretty yet, so they can like do take the ugly dubs, right? Big Ten conference games have not. Wins there have not come easily for Nebraska, um, especially on the road like they were against Illinois. I was like, "Hey, come on, like let's quit complaining." That's a game Nebraska has lost every single time in the last five years. Like, just leave it alone. Like, take the win, quit complaining, right? You want them to clean stuff up? Absolutely, but there, I, I think there is value in playing a little badly and still winning because you know you can, right? Like we talk about the margin of error for this team. And I agree, it's not huge, right? You don't have a lot of, you don't have a lot of guys right now that are – like Caleb Williams is a really good example of this. USC has a ton of flaws, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But and he makes up for it.
0: And I actually think their margin of error is really thin, but in a different way because they've got a guy like Caleb Williams that just kind of, you know, paper-maches over a lot of their flaws. The problem with that is paper-mache tears pretty easy still, right? Like you – you saw that against uh, in USC's last game against Notre Dame, where like if Caleb Williams isn't perfect, you they can, can call it how it was. It was bad. Yeah, like if he's not if he's not awesome, if he's not Heisman like gets compared to Patrick Mahomes version of Caleb Williams, USC it gets ugly pretty. pretty they aren't pretty quick winning court. football games. No, they're just not right. So like yeah, the margin of error for Nebraska is really thin, but. I, I don't know that we talk about other teams that way the way we should. And so Nebraska survived a game in which they turned the ball over a bunch. They didn't get points in the red zone a bunch. They, they shot themselves in the foot with procedural penalties a bunch, whether you believe it was Illinois kind of like baiting them into them or whatever. At some point you still have to not do it, right? You still have to stop. And for me, coming away with a victory despite not playing perfect is a huge – I think that's really important mentally for the team because if you think you have to play perfect to win a game and then something
1: goes wrong, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, we can't win anymore. Well, that's the worst kind of confidence. Because it's not confident, If you are perfect, that's that's what's going to make me confident. Yeah. Like that's your belief. If you're perfect, I'll be confident. But if one thing then goes wrong or maybe – It's a house of cards. Maybe you go left when you were supposed to go right – it's, it is a house of cards. Yeah, it just comes crashing Because you go out. crashing to the ground.
0: Yeah, and so to me, that's not even confidence. That's just, that's like conditional attitude. Mm-hmm. Confidence is being able to know, hey, things are going to
1: go wrong. When they go wrong, we're going to be okay. Now, do you think that there's the potential of a slow start because of the long break period that they had with the bye week? Or do you think it's kind of like a similar disadvantage because both teams had the bye last week? Because the way I look at it is when you have a team that has so much time to prepare for an opponent Mm -hmm. like Northwestern, sometimes you can end up playing down to your opponent. Mm. because you, yeah. you spend so much time prepping, 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 cleaning things up, cleaning things up, cleaning things up. Okay, now it's Northwestern. But, you know, I also know it's Northwestern, so uh, we can kind of, like, you know, sit back and relax a little bit. Like, that's not obviously what they're pushing sure. over in Lincoln. Right. But that can happen. That can easily happen because you you come in thinking, like, this is a dub.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm. my hope is that doesn't happen because that's a lot of what Coach Rule's been talking about this week, right, about – how you respond not only when you get your butt kicked and you're like, hey, we have to go out there and and we're embarrassed, we have to go fix that. It's like, how do you how do you respond when you are coming off a win? I get the Illinois game wasn't, again, it was ugly, but that's a little bit of success. Nebraska hasn't handled little bits of success very well in recent history, and a lot of those guys are still on the team, right? So it's possible, and that's what we've seen, to be fair, that's what we've seen from this team in the past, what we'll find out about Nebraska, I think, tomorrow is whether or not Coach Rule's been able to change that mindset. Either the, you crack this thing or you get cracked. Like, Because that, that's what he's trying to do, right? He's trying to change the mindset of mm-hmm. – I mean, and he said it all week, oh, Northwestern's a really good football team. That's not a good football team. I get he's talking to his players. I get that. Between you and me and the listeners, that's a bad football team. You know, the Minnesota game, notwithstanding, which was – they were they were down – I understand they won, but in order to have a three-touchdown comeback, you have to be down three touchdowns. Like, that's that's not a position you want to be in. And more likely, more often than not, that's going to be a loss. Mm-hmm. You've got a three-point win over Howard, which is not a good team. Howard's no. not good. And you had to come from behind in that game. Had to come from behind, had to barely win that one. And then I, I don't. UTEP is their other winner. It's like, listen, this is not a good – Northwestern is not a good football team. Are they capable of beating Nebraska? Absolutely, because everybody left on the schedule is. But this is about Nebraska's ability to, A, handle a little bit of success, and to, B, not have their standard be fluctuating based on who they're playing. You know, Coach Rule talks about the standard is the standard. Whether you're playing Northwestern, whether you're playing Michigan, the standard is the standard. If they can hit their standard, they'll beat teams like Northwestern. They're still going to lose to teams like Michigan right now. They can hit their standard, and they still would have lost that Michigan game. I don't even know, right. know why, but it's technical, right? Like, that's a, that's a fair thing to say out loud, and it's true. Nebraska can play to their standard. A lot stand- of teams
1: aren't competing with Michigan uh, oh, in yeah, the Big Ten. yeah, 100%. I mean, it, in the country, there's not a lot of teams. There's, there's about three teams. Yeah, absolutely. Two teams in the Big Ten that probably compete with Penn
0: State, Ohio State, that's with it.
1: Michigan. And
0: there's probably only about a dozen teams in the country that are competing with Michigan right now, right, and on any given day. Nebraska can play to their standard, and that's why the standard is important mm-hmm. because where Nebraska's at right now, some of those games you play up to your standard, that's still going to be a loss. That's okay, though, because you played up to the level that you're capable of.
1: And, and that's kind of what I was getting at with this Northwestern thing. If you take it from that Michigan example, it's actually a, a good way to look at, hey, you know, you come into a football game, mm-hmm. you can be all hyped up for this game. You're playing the number two team in the country. But when you quickly go down 14-0, we saw how Nebraska kind of succumbed to themselves. Mm-hmm. And so that that's kind of the... The internal battle mm-hmm. th- that I'm talking about with the players of, and it's for, on both ends of the spectrum. One against Michigan when you're like, "Hey, if we go down, it's probably going to be um, a quick spiral down with no parachute." Right? Yeah, absolutely. And then a, a same end for Northwestern because if you don't come out strong, you're going to end up matching and going toe to toe with an opponent that is nowhere close to where you are. I know a lot of people would be like, "Wait a second, they're three and three. Also, Nebraska isn't that much better than Northwestern. But here's the deal. When you are one of the number one defenses in the country, you're number 25 or 24 in total defense, Mm -hmm. you can be factored into a category that's above Northwestern. Northwestern doesn't have that. Northwestern has similar offense Mm -hmm. to what Nebraska has, but comes nowhere close to what they have defensively. That's why Nebraska gets the leg up. That's why Nebraska gets the respect right now of a 12-point spread, Mm -hmm. and that's why Nebraska should come out firing on all cylinders, but it's just something I worry about because I've seen it so many times mm-hmm. before, not just from this Nebraska team, but from teams all over mm-hmm. where you just play down to your opponent's level when you shouldn't. You know you're the better team. So Coach Rule can speak it. Mm-hmm. It's just about how, how much is it's going to be soaked up by the sponges wearing red and white. Yeah, and that's, that's totally fair in terms of a concern
0: because, like you said, it's not happened just here. It's a, it's a thing that happens all the time right you see it in college football all the time these are i know we often treat them like professionals they you know now they can make money like professionals and and so it's it's really easy to forget that these are still 18 to 22 year olds and if you if you ask for consistent anything out of most 18 to 22 year olds that you know or that you've ever known you're going to be disappointed because consistency out of people in that age range is not this is not hating on those people, it's just the point in life you're at is pretty rare, right? And so Well, and you're relying on so many other people to be consistent yes, too. It, you're, yeah, you're not just relying on one person to be consistent. You're lying you're relying on, I mean, conservatively like forty to fifty guys to be consistent all at the same time and all at the same level. That's a big ask of adults, right? It's a bigger ask of college kids. That's why you see more upsets in college than you do the NFL. That's why there's there's bigger sways in these, in these uh, types of, of matchups, right? You see these random things happening, like Colorado goes up 29 nothing on a terrible Stanford team and <laughs> loses that football game, right? Like, these are things that happen in college that... And I'm sure they got back into the locker room, yeah, sat back and
1: said, we got this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You're up 29 nothing. It's a terrible football team. You're like, this thing is over, mm-hmm. and that's human nature, right? But that's why you hire a guy like Matt Rule. That's why you hire a guy who is so process-focused and focused on, hey, what standards can we live up to? What standards can we play
1: up to? Not, hey, what do we need to do to beat this team? Mm -hmm. And that goes back to that speech that he gave on, was it Sunday night in Illinois? I think it was Sunday night when... Coach said, winners win, losers lose, but then went on to say, when you're down 14-0 against Michigan, like that's when you should be playing your best football. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's hard to believe. Yeah. Because when you're playing a team like that, it's just like, well, like – I I know what you're saying, Coach, and I want to ride with that. But at the same time, this is also Michigan. Also,
0: and and you also have to
1: fight against like the it's already Mm -hmm. too late. Like we already blew it, (laughs) and so that's why Stanford is the perfect example, though, to kind of carry over uh, and and be a so-called message to the rest of college football. Mm -hmm. When you're down twenty-nine nothing at half, it's over. Mm -hmm. Should be done. Yeah, because you're not expecting a team to come back out and score. 29 unanswered points to get back within you without you scoring 3, 6, Anything. 14, whatever yeah. it is, right? But in this case, that's kind of what happened. But they're the perfect example of that's why you don't give up. That's why you play your best football still because in a quarter's time – Anything can happen. One mistake by the opposing offense, you could be up 21-0 in the unanswered points category. Mm-hmm. Because you come out, say you get the football out of half, seven points. You get a pick, seven points. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, you get a stop. You come back down, seven points. Yeah. There, there's that's,
0: swings. That's half a quarter right there's there. That's swings not even a whole in quarter. college
1: football. So there's, there's things to believe from Coach Rule. Mm-hmm. But now we just got to see sure. those things. Those, those beliefs become things
0: and that's honestly part of the reason I was excited about the way the Illinois game played out was it ugly absolutely was it tough to watch absolutely was there a part of me that's like oh they're gonna find a way to lose this thing absolutely but that's what excited me was it's exciting I got to that point where I was like oh no I've seen this before this is how this goes and the team didn't fall into that trap because you know you know there are guys on that team that at least for a moment in the back of their mind were like, oh, here we go again. Mm -hmm. But what they've been taught from Coach Rule or Coach White or Coach Satterfield or whoever overrode their past experience. It overrode the, oh, no, here we go again. And they're like, nope, we keep playing Mm -hmm. our best football. Somewhat, I think.
1: Sometimes I still think there's a a devil on the left shoulder, and angel on the right. But in Illinois, the angel prevailed, Mm -hmm. right? And it all started with what?
0: With the goal with, line stand. Yeah, the goal line stand. The absolutely. goal line stand. Yes. And, and yes. honestly, so that was really impressive because, like, hey, they hit adversity right away. Boom, goal line stand. And then they kind of. Con- you beat adversity, and that's what you're referring yes. to. Yes. You beat it. And honestly, so the, and the thing that I like the most is it was the turnovers at the end, right? The turnovers in the red zone, the fumbles. They keep giving Illinois chances, and the defense says, no, not today. We're not doing this today. We're shutting it down. Whereas. No. no. It's really easy in that spot to be in a position as the defense and say, you're really going to put this on us again? Like, you, you have resentment towards your offense. You're, really not, you're not going to carry the load. You're not going to help us out at all. We got to keep doing this. It wasn't that. It was, hey, time to go to work. Time to go to work. Time after time after time. And they kept answering the bell. And that's what I like. It's not that I liked that they play, played ugly. I liked that they overcame mistakes that have led to losses in the past. Against a team like Michigan, right? You know, you have to play perfect to even be in that game. But it's not about being perfect for the entire game. It's like Coach Rule talks about. It's about being perfect every snap, right? If you weren't perfect the last snap, that doesn't prevent you from being perfect the next snap. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing it's, that's hard for people to learn is I don't have to be perfect the whole time. I just have to be perfect the next time, right? You can screw up last time, be perfect this next time. You can screw up on that last play, be perfect the next play. That's what he's talking about when he talks about going 1-0 every week, right? It's not just going one and zero every week. It's about going one and zero every single snap. Mm-hmm. It's like that's why I really appreciate coming from a basketball background because you're not shutting anybody out, right? Like you're you're gonna fail throughout a basketball game.
1: Same thing with baseball, right? Baseball is mostly failure. Learning how to well, over- and and waiting for your next move. It, yes, it, I talk about it all the time. When you make an error in the field. Like, how often do you have to wait until you can clean up that mistake? Right. Sometimes, whether it's you're, you're doing it at the plate, but I'm talking about in the field, sometimes you have to wait three innings for another ball to come your way. Yeah, and depending on what you're playing, sometimes you have to wait, like, two games. <laughs> like, do you have another? Yeah, if you're a pitcher, you know, sometimes you get beat up and you're like, oh, well, four days, five days later, yeah. here I
0: come again. If you're a starter and you get tuned up, you got to wait, you know, several days before you go back out there mm-hmm. again. If you're in the field and you don't get, you know, Something that's not a routine ball, something you have to like, you know, if you're a shortstop, you have to go into the hole and and retrieve a ball and make a
1: throw. Like, you might not get that exact same play for three days. It's just understanding the aspects of the game. When you talk about not getting shut out in basketball, like, nobody nobody frets whenever somebody shoots a, a three and, and buries right. it and goes up 3 nothing because it's like, well, they're supposed to make points. Yeah, so like, that doesn't worry me. It's the same thing in baseball. I'm not supposed to be perfect. I try to be perfect, yeah. and I can do everything right, but sometimes my release point's just wrong, and I, and I have an error. Or I, I throw a pitch, and I hit a batter, and now I put two guys on with no outs in the first inning. Those things just happen You have a
0: bad at-bat or you have, like, a bad series and you go, like, one for 12 in a series or something. It's expected to happen. But you know, hey – that one for twelve
1: doesn't prevent me from going three for four the next day, and that's right? what I think Nebraska still needs to understand is even when you have those those so-called procedural procedural penalties, uh-huh. uh, those so-called I can't hold on to the football, I, I, I fumbled, it, you know, it just kind of happened. I was getting a little bit too athletic. I was trying to get two extra yards, yeah. and you know, it ended up uh, going the other way. Like those things happen in football, but we have still yet to see like this Nebraska team like overcome those moments. We saw it a little bit against Illinois. I don't think we saw everything sure. about it. Sure. And so once you kind of get to that everything, that's kind of what we talk about with clean play. Mm-hmm. When you can beat your own mistakes. Yes. It's not about really n- not doing them. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't have a false start in three straight games, like, that's pretty impressive. That's incredible, yeah. That, that's pretty nuts. Yeah. Right? Like, they, 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 you could limit your mistakes right.
0: still, right? But you're right in – the thing, the reason that the 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 sloppy play sticks out for Nebraska, is because they're often not able to overcome. Well, it's just
1: it. understanding that you're imperfect. Yeah. And that you can be imperfect and still win football games, and still find a way to win a football game clean, and still try and
0: strive to be perfect. You do the next something time.
1: wrong, you do the next thing better. Mm-hmm. You do something wrong again, you do that next thing better. Mm-hmm. It, no,
0: it's, it's, and that's the thing. That's the big difference between Nebraska and teams that are more consistently successful is not just do they limit the amount of mistakes, right? But everybody makes mistakes on every play. Everybody makes mistakes in every game. There is not, there's no such thing as a perfect football game, right? Everybody makes those mistakes. What the difference is between good teams and teams like Nebraska right now is those teams don't let the mistakes beat them. Nebraska has a really bad habit, and that's again why I was excited about the way Illinois played out. Nebraska has a really bad habit of letting one mistake turn into two mistakes, turn into three mistakes, and it snowballs. Because you're not making that next play better than the last. Yeah, because you don't correct from one play to the next. You made a mistake, and you're like, oh, I'm not perfect anymore. I have to – and then it snowballs on you. Good teams, yeah, they make mistakes too. They just don't let it beat them. Getting a procedure penalty on first and ten doesn't turn into, oh, this is definitely a three and out. They just get the five extra yards. That's how good teams play. Uh, Coming up next, we'll set up the show. We've got a busy one for you here today. Lots of football here on a Friday. Got uh, all that and more coming up next on At Sports.